Hey everyone, James Tribbett here with the Smarter Business Force, and today we're gonna be talking about customer case. So I mentioned on my anchor cast a quick preview of what a customer case is and I actually was then I was still trying to think of how to coin this what to call it and I was calling it customer reasoning um, but I'm gonna call it your customer case so every brand needs a customer case and we're gonna talk about five points that we're gonna cover on this topic and those include what is a customer case why is a customer case important Think about how your brand is building a case and how can you improve your customer case. And then I'm gonna challenge you, uh, give you a challenge on uh, what you can do personally to improve your customer case. Uh, So yeah, let's get started here and I can't wait to dive in. Hey everyone, James here again, and I wanted to give you a quick plug before we started this episode and jump into the content. I wanted to make sure that you all know how to get up with me. So if you're listening on iTunes, I record this podcast every week, uh, several times a week. I am on every day though on anchor.fm slash SBF. So that's SBF for Smarter Business Force. So anchor.fm slash SBF, you can find me there, favorite my station, listen. Feel free to continue to listen on the podcast, though. Um, I am uploading my regular episodes there, but you can get exclusive daily uh, just kind of updates, like voice logs that I do, uh, sneak peeks, all kinds of stuff through the Anchor cast or through my Anchor channel station, whatever you want to call it, that you won't hear here on the podcast so make sure that if you are listening to podcasts check that out as well also hit me up on facebook.com slash smarter business force message me there i would love to hear from you and invite you personally to my discord server and i love interacting with you guys i'm here for you so if uh, you want to get in touch with me, feel free to do that. I would love to talk with you, meet you, and have you join the community because that's what we're all about is this smarter business force community that I'm building where I really want to teach you guys how to be yourselves, selves, selves, how to be your, <laughs> how to be yourselves in business and, uh, you know, when you're interacting with other business people. And I think that's really important. And I also want to teach you guys how to build networks, how to start mastermind groups, and how to start building your business like a brain and not a machine. So thank you guys for listening. If you're on iTunes, uh, at the end of this episode, take a moment, leave a review for me. Let me know how things are going there. Leave a call in on Anchor. If you decide to get on anchor.fm slash SBF, leave me a call in. Let me know what you think of the show. Ask a question. I'd love to answer some of the question, questions that you guys are facing. So uh, that's enough for now. Uh, again, you can hit me up, facebook.com slash smarterbusinessforce, smarterbusinessforce.com, or on Twitter, at SBF for Smarter Business Force, SBF community. So uh, thank you guys, and let's dive right into this episode.
All right, so to start off the show, we're going to ask our first question here, which is, what is a customer case? Uh, this is probably a new term. Hopefully, I'm not stealing some sort of coining out there that somebody else has done. Uh, and I, I didn't steal this from anywhere. I actually uh, came across this while I was thinking about how I build a case for myself, either a against a product or for a product. So what is a customer case? A customer case is when your customer or a customer for anything really uh, goes online and uses reviews, reads articles, tries things out, tests your product or service against another product or service, and they build a case for themselves that either is for or against your product or service. So that is what a customer case is. And uh, so the second question that I had for you guys, or the second point I guess I, I wanna make about customer cases, because this whole podcast is gonna be about uh, the customer case, and uh, I just told you what it is, but why is a customer case important? Well, it's important for you to be thinking about what your customer case is because you would want to know uh, what people think about your product or service. And it's important because everybody does it. Uh, how many times have you gone online to buy a product or to try something out like a service on a free trial? or to uh, get a service done on your in your house or you know in your life somewhere and excuse me and how many times have you gone in to do that and not taken the time to look something up to look for reviews to see what other people are doing or at least at the very very least ask somebody else uh, if they've used the service or what they thought of it, a lot of the a lot of you out there, I think very few of you would say that you never do, and most of you would say that you always do. I know that anytime I'm looking something up, if I'm buying a new phone, if I am looking for the other day, I was looking for snack foods for uh, you know throughout the day that I can build myself a little like food, protein, healthy snack pack. And I was trying to find a healthy version of like beef sticks that I could buy that weren't super high in sodium, that had a decent amount of protein in them. And so I was building myself a customer case uh, for the different types of beef sticks. I was reading reviews, I was looking at content, uh, I was looking at their websites and Everything, everything I could find on their product helps me build a customer case for or against that product. So uh, real quick, I guess I, one of the points I don't have on here but is important, but what, what causes somebody to build a case for uh, somebody or against it? Well, let's start with against it. When... The, the things that I didn't buy and the reasons I didn't buy them was a couple things. One, they didn't have a lot of info on the product. So there wasn't really much for me to go on based on 
uh, the product I ended up going with. So the product I did go with had way more content, way more information. It, it was able to feed me all the info I needed to get that product. Um, another thing is that there were very few reviews on that product, which made me think, well, nobody else has bought it and trusted it enough to leave a review, so therefore I don't need it. And um, other reasons would be that those products didn't have a website. So, it, they, you know, they didn't have a online brand. So it was like, okay, where is this coming from? You know, who makes this? And it, there wasn't anything lined up for me to be able to trust it. So the, then what, what helps a customer build a case for your product, though? And so I was, I was thinking about this, and the things that help me build a, a case for their product is the the things that I kind of mentioned before, which was like their website. They The ones that had a website, they had lots of reviews. Reviews are very important to me. And I ignored any products that ha didn't have at least... Let's see, if it was a food product, they tend to have fewer reviews, I think. So... Um, I don't know, I guess around 10. I I would need to have a product that had at least 10 reviews for me to consider it. And then, you know, the other thing was their descriptions. Did they include nutritional values for that particular food? Did they include a good description on how it's made and where it's produced? And the one I ended up going with really hit the qualities that mattered to me. So ultimately, your customer's case is going to come down to their personal preferences as well. For instance, I wanted something with low sodium. So the fact that they had a nutritional value there showing that it was low sodium or lower sodium, because we all know that things like sausages and meat sticks have more sodium in them than other things. But I was also concerned about uh, you know, what other things were in it. And this one had a lot of very basic ingredients, which I really liked. You know, it was just salt and meat and fats. And, you know, there wasn't really any high fructose corn syrup and additives and preservatives and a ton of different things. So this was a very good product for me to buy based on what my preferences were. So that's also important to consider when you're thinking about, okay, how does a customer create their case for me, not against me? And you really get to help your customer create their case by producing more content, by producing um, you know, content that will answer the questions that your customers will have. And I tell you what, the people who had the most content that answered the most, you know, the my primary questions was the one that I ended up going with and that you know also I use Amazon a lot so if your product can go on Amazon it is a great platform for customers to help customers build a case for your product and answering questions on there having maybe getting on there and asking questions and answering them um, I don't know if you can do that is that against Amazon's um, agreement to ask your own product questions and then answer them just so that people have some Q&A there. Uh, somebody call in and let me know that or, or email me at smarterbusinessforce at gmail.com. So anyways, moving on to the next thing is think about how your brand is building a case. 
So how is your brand building a case? I want you to think hard on this because this is very important. Um, so how do I want you to do this? So let's break this down. First, I want you to picture your product as if you don't know anything about it. So if you are a computer repair person, then I want you to pretend that you know nothing about computer repair. If you're a construction worker, you know nothing about construction. If you are a business owner, you know nothing about business. Um, well, I guess if you're a business, business consultant and you know nothing about business. I want you to just basically strip yourself mentally, you know, this theoretical version of you anyway, of what you know, and think more about uh, what your customer would feel. Where would they start? What is the first step they're going to take towards your product? Why would they originally need your product? If you're a repair person, it's probably because something broke. So start there. Start from the very first point at which your customer might reach out and try to find uh, your product. For for me, you know, why would people try to find my community? What is things that they would do um, where would it be the first place they would start to find my community? And that would be basically when somebody's looking to connect with other business people. Maybe they don't really have a network. They don't know how to uh, get in touch with other business people. They don't know how to build a network or um, start a mastermind group. And so they're going to reach out or they're going to reach out on Google and find my website or more information about me because of those things that they're searching for. So that would be how my customers would, you know, begin to find me or find me and my competitors and start building a case. So you need to think about yourself. How would, where would your customers start? And then what steps are they going to take to build a case for themselves, for your brand, for your service? Because um, you got to remember, they're not building a case specifically for you. They're building a case on the product they buy and you know they're going to be comparing different brands they're going to be comparing different companies uh, when I'm looking for an email marketing per you know system I'm comparing several different companies uh, and I think I had five on my list and I end up picking one because it fit where I was right now and they also had some pretty awesome features that the other ones didn't have for free. And that's just an example of how, you know, an email marketing person uh, got my attention was the th the amount that they had for free, um, the fact that I didn't... I so it was very important to me to, ha you know, to have that free uh, email list available that, could handle more than like five the one that I ended up going with will work up to I think 2,000 subscribers or 2,500 somewhere around there so it's it's a really uh, good thing for me to have that whereas the other ones were paid and some of them only supported 500 paid like why would I pay when I can only get up you know build my list up to 500 people when I can start for free, have all the same types of features, but uh, have more subscribers that I can have in my email list. So they helped me build a case 
uh, for to convince myself to go with them over somebody else. Whereas I could have ended up paying monthly and I could have convinced myself that I need to pay because maybe the paid versions had better features. So you really need to uh, research your competition. What are they offering? And if you offer a paid product versus a free one, uh, then what is better about your paid one than maybe some of your free competitors? So you really need to know your competition when you're thinking about your brand and how it's building a case for your customers or helping your customers build a case to use your brand over somebody else's. So we're going to come back here. I'm going to do today's tech wreck of the day. And uh, then we're going to address uh, the point number four. All right, see you guys in a bit. Welcome, everyone, to today's tech wreck of the day. And today I'm going to be recommending a app to you guys. And this is an app that I have used for years. Uh, literally, I think I've used it for probably five or six years. I've had it for a long time, possibly even longer. Uh, I used it on when I was using an Apple iPhone and now I've switched over to Android and I'm still using it. So this particular app I am not an affiliate of, but I just love how easy it is to use that it has very low like ad invasion. In other words, that's my way of saying the ads aren't terrible like in-your-face ads. Um, I can't even think about where the ads are. I think they're at the bottom of the app. But that app is my radar. And you can tell because it has a little infrared uh, kind of heat map of uh, as the icon as of 2018 anyway. And my radar is a really awesome app for those that have a weather-sensitive job, especially if you're not sure if you should go into work someday or what the weather's like when you wake up in the morning or how much snow you're going to get or how much rain you're going to get or it, it's just a great app because when you pull it up it shows you where the clouds are it shows you the radar that you would see like on the weather channel or if you go online and i've just always used this particular app for radar i just think it's an awesome app to use it's completely free you don't have to pay for it there are some better apps out there for radar usage um you know weather radars but it, this one i think you can't beat it because it's free and i just recommend it so again it's called my radar so you just search in your google itunes or google itunes store the itunes store or go to um you know the google play store and you can find it there, my radar. Uh, I use it all the time. So there you go. That's your tech wreck for the day, guys. I hope that you find that useful and that it helps you out. And uh, just thank you guys. Also, if you're interested, always remember you can sponsor the tech wreck of the day. It is the only time or in my show that I am going to uh, be allowing sponsorships at the moment. If anybody does that, is during the tech wreck. And I'd like the rest of the show to be for my listeners. Um, so even if you have a product that is specifically, um, you know, piece of technology that somebody could use and you want to market that during the tech wreck hour or hour, it's not an hour of tech wreck, it's only a couple minutes, uh, then you can get a minute 
before the tech rack begins where I will say this tech rack is sponsored by and I'll give you guys a, a cut in there. So thank you guys for listening and uh, let's continue on with the episode. All right, everyone, let's dive right back in. The next point that I wanted to make or question uh, for you guys is how can you improve your customer case? So how do you do that? How do you improve your customer case? What are some tips that I might have? Well, I'm going to give those to you now. Uh, the first one I have for you is to maybe sell less and focus on internet presence more. Uh, so I was in a call, I'm not gonna name with who today, uh, but I was in a call with a, they're, they're a profile service, I guess you could say, where they take a particular business in a particular niche and they create a profile for them and views and, um, you know, but it's it's for that particular market, and um, so th they're actually uh, in the the house industry. So that's all I will say there. But um, the, basically, one of the issues that I had with uh, you know this particular place was that uh, they I was on the phone with them, listening to them give a sales pitch on their premium product for how they could promote the business I work for, and um, it it really didn't sit well with me because they were focused too much on selling it. And they tried some tactics that I recognize as sales tactics that are, are kind of gray hat sales tactics. And what I mean by that is they're tactics that don't necessarily, excuse me, that don't necessarily make you feel like they're a slimy salesman, but at the same time, they do make you like aware that you're being sold to. And if if you're tipping off to your client that uh, you're a salesman, that you're selling them and you're trying to really get them to buy your product and you're trying too hard, then you're probably not selling correctly. Uh, you need to be selling in a way that, and I, I'm not a professional salesman, so don't take take this with a grain of salt but you need to be selling in a way that makes them feel comfortable that makes them feel like they trust you and that's how i feel uh when i want to buy a product but near the end of the call we were like hey can you send us an email with all the information you know with this information you guys went over in this presentation and with a harder number because they kind of gave us a ballpark figure is what they called it and you were like can we get a hard number and they came back with this answer that was like this is what they said. They said, well, you know, well, that'll be in your contract. That was their answer when we asked that. And we said, okay, but can you email us uh, some the details here and exactly what we're getting, an itemized list of what we would be getting and a hard number. And they said, well, that'll be in your contract. So, and the kids just kept saying that and it, it really bugged me. Um, so that's not building good customer case. And... Uh, but so instead of being salesy, focus more on your website. What kind of content do you have on there? What kind of questions are you answering for your audience? And how, how many reviews do you have and what sites should you be getting reviews on? So one particular way that all of you guys can do is 
get in your customer's shoes again, think from their standpoint, and if you were going to look for your service, what places would you look for to read reviews for your service in particular? And that's where you need to be making sure that you have reviews on. And I'm going to talk in the, the next segment about how you can do that, um, but that's one of the tips that I have that you can do. You can also... Uh, make sure that you have a Facebook page, that you're on Twitter. Uh, now, you may not want to be on certain social media platforms because too many is too many, and you want to make sure that you're, what I mean by that is you want to make sure that you're not spread too thin, that you're able to manage all those social media platforms. But at least have a Facebook page. You need to be searchable. People need to be able to find you. And and make sure that if you do have those pages that they're they have up, they look up to date that they don't look like they're abandoned because if you have abandoned um, real estate on the internet then people are gonna think that uh, they're not gonna build a good case gonna be like oh these people don't really care you know they're not really high quality and you need to have your website updated and have all of your information online up to date and ready for them to consume. All right, so that we talked about what a customer case is. We talked about, uh, you know, how to put yourself in your customer's shoes and start asking yourself um, where they would start. What was the first question they would ask about your brand? Uh, you know, how to build a case for your brand. And um, we also talked about, you know, why. A customer case is important. You need to think about um, how your brand is building a case or if it's building a case at all for your clients and you'll know that by using that tactic of stepping in their shoes and uh, you know how can you improve your customer case. So here's a challenge now that we've covered all that I want to give you a challenge on um, what I want you to do that is gonna be this is an this is an active thing that you can do uh, to improve your customer case. So the first thing I want you to do is start with that number one question of wh where would your uh, clients start? Where would your customers start to build their case? I want you to then go from what's the first thing they would do to the second thing to the third and walk through that. While you're doing that, I want you to pay attention to what where you might go for reviews on your uh, brand, on you specifically, on your service. And if you currently do not have reviews online anywhere, whether that be Yelp or Google or Facebook or, you know, there, there might be a place for reviews for your particular niche. And um, you want to make sure that you're on those things. So the, the part of this challenge is you need to start figuring out where your customers are going to read reviews for your product. Then I want you to go and make up an email template that you can send out to all of your customers. Now you're going to need an email list and you're going to need an email list service to do this. Otherwise you're going to get put in the spam filter for people. But uh, I want you to go through your customer list and I want you to email them saying, hey, you've used us in the past. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Now, make it personal, as personal as you can. Use their name and um, address maybe what the project was on and say, 
Uh, if you would, please leave a review on these websites, and that would be much appreciated. I hope that uh, you had a great experience. If you have any questions or concerns, please get in contact with us. It's a great way to send it out. And then I'm doing this currently for our client now, and we've had a great turnaround of people. Most of the people we've sent it to have gone on and, and left reviews on all the platforms, Google, Yelp, um, you know, Facebook, and all that. So just asking, just simply asking your clients to do that uh, allows them the opportunity. And if you provide all the links for them to do that, you can go on Google and look up how to provide a link straight to your Google search, you know, review part where you can leave reviews on Google. Yelp, you can create a link to the Yelp review and you can create a link. You can't create a link to the Facebook review, but just tell them go to facebook.com slash mine would be smarter business force and leave a review. And just asking them to do this, they'll do it. So that's one of the challenges I want you to do is build that email list and send it out to your clients asking for that. Also, um, double check your Facebook presence. What is your Facebook, or not your Facebook, your internet presence. Facebook is a part of that, but Double check your internet presence. What is your internet presence saying about your brand in order to build a case for it, for your brand? What is it saying? I need you to really think about that hard. And then I want you to write down uh, the parts that you may be struggling on at, from the client's point of view. And then I want you to work on fixing those things. So if you need more reviews, do the email thing. If you need to update your Facebook page, get that updated. If you need to get your website updated, pay somebody to update your website. So um, that's my challenge for you guys today. Hopefully that helps you. Hopefully this podcast has been helpful for you guys. All right. So thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Smarter Business Force podcast. I really had fun with this one and maybe I'll be able to expand more on this in the future as I develop this idea of the customer case. Again, this is a new idea to me. So if you have any comments about it, questions, um, or you just want to leave me a message saying either how it helped you or how it didn't help you, uh, you can leave me a call in if you're on anchor.fm slash sbf. Or you can go to facebook.com slash smarterbusinessforce and leave me a message there on Facebook. And you can also leave me an email, smarterbusinessforce at gmail.com. Also, another way is on Twitter, at SBF community. So that's Smarter Business Force, SBF community. And uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. And if you're listening on iTunes, thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate my iTunes listeners. And uh, leave a review for me. I, that would be an awesome thing. Make sure it's a nice and honest review. Um, and I love your feedback on how you think this show is developing. And um, I, this is, I just like hearing from you guys a lot. That's what I'm all about. And uh, just so that you guys know who are new uh, following this and you've been listening along, maybe skipping episodes, this might be your first episode that you've listened to, um, know that what the Smarter Business Force is is we're a place where I want to bring 
entrepreneurs, business owners together to meet one another in a way that they can learn to be themselves, that they can learn to have authentic and real connections uh, and build a network that matters because they're not just building a network to sell to people. They're not just building a network of people who are trying to sell to them. You guys actually know each other. You actually know what you do, where you come from, where you started. And that's what the Smarter Business Force is all about. And I also want to teach you guys over time how to start mastermind groups and how to be yourself at work and, you know, just to be better business professionals in a real, authentic, genuine way. Because people love, think about it, people love real, authentic, and genuine business people. And those are the people that they trust. And if you're somebody that people trust, you're going to just have way more success than obviously if you're somebody that they didn't trust and um, you may not be aiming to be somebody that people don't trust but because of the way that you hold yourself people just don't trust you so I want to teach you guys how to just be yourselves because being yourselves is the best way to gain success in the business world so thank you guys for listening uh, to this again and uh, I look forward to hearing from you and I'll see you in the next episode